Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to the Mic Grab Weekly Podcast. The podcast where I, your host, grapple with the English language for about 25 to 35 minutes and more often than not, I lose. So welcome. Uh, This is episode four. It's hard to believe I've been doing this for close to a month already, which is weird. And I've had fun doing it, to be honest, because it's making me, more than anything else, I'm listening to a lot of cool music. So if I can at least get that out of it, I think, I think that is a winner. Because, yeah, I've got some cool stuff now, and I've jammed a lot of the albums that I've uh, recommended already, and I've been jamming my album for this week that I'll save till the end of the podcast. I think it's going to become, you know, I recommend it at the end of the podcast, a nice little sign-off with that. That's what I've been doing. So we'll go with that. Um, this is the first Thursday night that I actually haven't really done anything since I've started the podcast. But <laughs> I was going to go to a concert. I was actually going to go to two concerts this week because um, this band called the Amity Affliction were playing on Saturday night. Uh, and I didn't really care too much about seeing them because if you've seen... Like, if you've just gone to heavy shows in Australia ever, chances are you've seen them two or three times already. Uh, Just because they always fucking play. And to be honest, I'm not that big on their new stuff anymore. I sound very hipstery when I say that. But you know what I mean. Like, it's just not my style anymore. But one of the bands opening for them, Beartooth, I was really psyched to go see them. But I just completely forgot that was coming. And then by the time... I knew about it the day before. I was just like, man, I just can't be bothered. Because the tickets would have been like $70. And it's one of those things like... When you start to (laughs) really weigh up the consequences... Not the consequences, but like... Weigh up the dot points of like... Do I really want to spend $70 on a concert ticket? Drive down to Adelaide. Find parking. Go there just to watch this opening band. That I've already seen. So I know they put on a good show. So I think the fact that I had to think it through so much kind of answered my question. Because if it was someone like Lamb of God or whatever, I instantly I would have been like, fuck yeah, I'm there. So there's that. Um, and tonight, yeah, there was this band called Luca Brasi playing. And there was a band called Pianos Become the Teeth opening for them. And my buddy Chris is actually uh, was at that. It's probably wrapped up now, so he's probably coming back at the moment. So shouts out to Chris. Uh, the sad dad, w- sad. Let me start that again. The sad dad weekly podcast host, Chris. I highly suggest you check that podcast out. It's actually quite funny. He's a funny dude. And uh, yeah, sorry, one sec. I just I bought a pop filter today, so like, hopefully that'll um help the audio quality a little bit. I know it's not, you know, the magical fix that. I'm hoping for, with everything, it's hard to adjust and speak at the same time because I'm really trying to watch the sound waves. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I bought a pop filter just because I noticed that when I'd listen back to some of the podcasts, just the P's and stuff like that would really ring through, so I don't want to blow someone's ears out with a a heavy P. Uh, So, yeah, I was going to go to Luca Brasi and Pianos Become the Teeth tonight, and I'd thought about it all week. I was like, I'll probably go to that, just because I don't know either band really well, but I like what I've heard of both of them, so I thought, 
I might as well do it for a night out. And I completely forgot to get tickets until tonight. And then when I got home, I checked on uh, OzTix to see how much tickets were. And they do this thing where, I guess on the day, you can't buy tickets online. And I know that Luca Razi are a super popular band, so I just kind of said, I'm not, I don't really want to risk um, the fact that I can't buy a ticket now. Drive down to Adelaide, go there to the door to potentially just have them say, hey, sorry, man, we sold out. Then you just kind of got to find something to do in Adelaide or you just got to drive all the way back for about an hour just thinking, man, fuck, I'm dumb. I should have just bought them earlier. I'm thinking that anyway because I should have bought them as it was, but oh well, what are you going to do? Uh, that would have been a cool show to go to, though. I don't know if I've seen either of them, to be honest. Uh, no, but I... Fuck, have I? No, I was meant to see Luca Brasi at Unify early in the year, but uh, I didn't see them because the group that I was with, we left early during the second day because... That whole weekend, just the weather in Victoria was terrible. Well, where we were, I should say. Like, tents were getting broken and everything. And when you've got a guy like me, who's not super rugged and super manly and super experienced with, like, putting up tents and stuff like that. um, And just have... We had... Like, we tried to get other people to help out and stuff as well. But just all our stuff was just kind of fucked, to be honest. So, we just kind of said, look, the festival got the better of us this year. It happens. So we kind of, we tapped out, then we headed back home. And it's one of those things that I'm glad I did it, obviously, because it was fun. The first night was fucking awesome. And um, I'd do it again, and this time I know some of the things that I have to look out for, obviously. Just because it was in the middle of summer, perfect weather all the time. And then, of course, when it comes to the festival that we want to go to, it's terrible. And it was one of these things that so many people were like, well, didn't you fucking think that the weather and stuff was going to happen? And I was like, yes, we totally assumed that that was going to happen. But the thing is, we trial run everything. Trial run? Fuck. Trial ran everything at home. Like putting up the tent and stuff like that. And we got it perfect. But when it came, when it came to the big day, all the pressure was on and we just couldn't do it. Oh, lordy. Fucking grappling with the English language and grappling with basic human abilities. Fuck. How have I not, like, severely hurt myself doing something basic yet? The more and more I talk, the more and more I realise I'm kind of fucking dumb. But I'm on my way to trying to change that at the moment because I bought a few things, like I was saying the other week that I bought... Uh, photo frames from Kmart and I also bought a whiteboard and I've currently got my whiteboard above my computer because I spend a significant amount of my time in front of my computer because like <coughs> sorry um <clears throat> fucking coughing just comes out of nowhere uh so I spend a lot of time in front of my computer because I consume a lot of things through it like music, podcasts, and I read some stuff on here. So my thought is, if, if I'm sitting here, 
and that's up there. I can like write things down to do, and I've got some shit written up there at the moment. And on my left, I've got books to read. On my left, you can't see it. So I've got two columns on my whiteboard because it's very small. So I only need it to be quite small anyway. So on the left, I have a column that says books to read, and on the right, I have things to accomplish before the end of 2017. So I might as well read them off for you. So my books to read, and for some reason I'm pointing at it. You can't see me pointing at it, but I'm going to do it anyway, because reasons. Uh, a few of these I got from um, like listening to Joe Rogan's podcast, and one of them I got from Jocko Willink's podcast as well. And another one was recommended by a friend. So I'm trying to get friends to recommend books to me as well, which is cool. Uh, so the first one is called The War of Art. It's by a fellow named Stephen Pressfield. And apparently that is about how to almost stop, not stop procrastinating. I think it's about stopping procrastinating, like basically getting out of your own way so you can actually accomplish things and stop self-sabotage. So that's pretty interesting. Uh, there's another one called Why We Get Fat and What to Do About It by a man named Gary Taubes, T-A-U-B-E-S. Remember Brian Callen recommending that on the Joe Rogan Experience? And he delved into that a little bit, so you can find that in one of their podcasts. And that's just interesting just to, you know, know a bit more about, um, health and, you know, the, basically the title says it, How We Get Fat and What to Do About It. Uh, another one I got recommended is The Sellout by a man named Paul Beatty. B-E-A-T-T-Y. Uh, whoa, Paul Beatty. Bam, bam, bam. Um, that's fucking terrible. Um, sorry, my screen's just gone black for a second. I always freak cool. I always freak out that when my screen goes black, just because it's inactive, even though I'm recording, it, um, will go black to your screensaver, and I'm just freaking out like, holy shit. It's going to stop. And i got to re- remember most of this shit that I covered. Um, so yeah, I read the synopsis of uh, the sellout. And that looks pretty interesting. Uh, and then I've also got Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss. Who, Tim Ferriss, I think I think he's a little like Joe Rogan in that if you've heard of um, podcasting, if you've heard of podcasting, if you've, if you know of like the most popular podcasts, the most popular podcasts that are there. So like Joe Rogan's probably like the top of that. And Tim Ferriss, I think is just a bit below it. He's really interesting. I need to listen to his podcast more, to be honest, because he's had a lot of cool guys and he's launched a lot of podcasts from it. Like he had Jocko Willink on there and then um, Rogan had Jocko come on his podcast now, Jocko Willink is a guy that I listen to very much so, and I own two of his books. I've read through one of them. It's called The Way of the Warrior Kid. It's um, basically, uh, it's it's a fiction book by Jocko Willink, and it's basically a kid's book, but it's cool in a way that, you, as, an, as an adult, you can appreciate it too. It's about this young kid named Jake who's um, in the fifth grade, starting it, starting the fifth grade, and he's basically like your textbook wimp. Like, he can't do pull-ups, he can't swim, he's scared 
swimming and stuff like that. And then his uh, badass Navy SEAL uncle comes to stay with him for the summer before school starts and before he goes to college. And he just kind of helps whip him into shape and become like a better person. And I found that that concept of the book came to me at a very important time because around the time that I knew this book was coming, um, I found out my sister was pregnant. And then about a week before that book arrived to me, my nephew was born. So it was that's going to be a book that even though it's more geared towards younger kids... I'm I have a very almost like an emotional connection to it in a way and I because it's about like I'm not saying I'm going to be a badass uncle it'd be cool if I was but it's like an uncle fuck it's weird saying that I'm an uncle by the way it's about an uncle teaching cool things to his nephew helping him become better and I'd like to think that I'm going to be like I I would like to think that I can be a good uncle. I don't want to be a fuck up. I don't want to be like. I, I really I need to stop using the word like so much. I don't want to be the uncle that he looks at and goes, he's a fucking loser. I don't really want to be anything like him. And I don't want him to look at me thinking, is that what that side of the family is? And I know he's not going to look at me and think that that and I paint all my family with the same brush. But it's that thing where you kind of get inside your own head of like, here's one person that I can't disappoint. Like, I don't want to disappoint anyone, but it's just this fresh mind that he's actually going to learn stuff from me. His mind's a sponge. So I really got to, um, it makes me want to get my shit together more, I should, more than anything else. Because... I don't want to be a loser uncle, man. Fuck that. I want to be the cool uncle that when he comes to, you know, like, <laughs> it's like, man, mom and dad are being fucking shit. And I'll be like, hey, come hang with me. I'll teach you some cool jujitsu stuff. We'll listen to some music. I'll give, like, I want to be like the uncle that teaches him jujitsu and, like, buys him his first guitar and stuff like that. I don't know. Just, I think it's cool. I think I'd want to be the kind of uncle that I wish I had, in a way. Like, my uncles are cool and everything, don't get me wrong. But they just didn't share the same interests as me. A lot of my family doesn't share the same interests as me, so it would have been really cool to have an older relative that shared, you know, the music interests with me to kind of sit down and talk and learn a bit more. So... If he's into that, he's into it. If not, he's not. Um, kind of went off on a tangent there. So yeah, I've got Jocko Willink's book, Way of the Warrior Kid, that I've read. And that's a really cool book. Um, I recommend it, even if you've not got a kid, just because Jocko's a great writer. And it's a pretty good book, to be honest. I liked it. And I've also got his book, Extreme Ownership, How U.S. Navy Seals Lead and Win, written by him and uh, his brother-in-arms, Leif Babin. I need, to st- I need to get into that. I started it. A few months ago, and I just never went back to it, just because I just never felt like I was in the right mind frame to do it. In other words, I bitched out. So I really need to get into that again. And he's got another book coming out called Discipline Equals Freedom that I'm psyched for. It's like his field manual, like he's got workouts and shit written in it. And I was like, man, I'm always keen to try a new workout, so I'll give that a go. And 
on the right-hand side of my whiteboard, I have things to accomplish before the end of 2017 written down. So I'll list, I just guess I'll read them out loud. It makes for good content, I think. And I think it's relative to the podcast in a way. Because they'll all be good stories and they'll all, or they make me a better person in a way. So I've got proper savings in that I actually want to stop blowing my money so much on just trivial shit and actually make it more of an effort and be a bit more frugal on some things and actually get some really good savings behind me. And if I spend my money on things, I want it to be quality things. I don't want to be like, to it, just be a bunch of junk, you know, like uh, disposable income. If I have that, I'm going to try my best to save that. I'm going to compete in um, jiu-jitsu again. And in brackets, I've got win because I'd like to win this time because I did. I competed the last time there was a competition here and I lost both my matches, which was a shame. But I got uh, the bronze medal for it anyway because there was only three of us in the division. So it was a there was a participation medal, but I guess they all count. So I'll go with that. Uh, stronger on the big lifts, a.k.a. bench pressing, uh, squatting and deadlifting. Just because who doesn't want to get stronger? It's more fit in general, but that's a big goal there. Clean up diet. Yeah, that's a big one. I ate like shit this week, so that, <laughs> that applies now more than ever. Uh, continue the podcast, which I'm currently doing now, but I'd like to be doing that still by the end of 2017. Um, interstate trip. I'd love to go interstate again. I'm thinking of going to Melbourne again sometime later in the year. I was planning to do it in August, but that's just not going to work out at the moment. So, it's one of those things. Uh, cook more. I want to cook more just to kind of expand what I eat because I'm very... I'm like a creature of habit and there's just a few things that I'm really... that I really will cook that I eat and it's all just kind of boring but like... You know, chicken, rice, broccoli, veggies, you know, just pretty straightforward. Like, flavor, but not, you know, not something that I really look forward to eating all the time. So, we'll go for something like that. Um, so, now I get to the nitty-gritty at the end. Because I've written, I wrote down, um, become smarter. I'd like to be a smarter person. Realistically, who wouldn't, though? Uh, be a better person. Self-explanatory. Do more things that make me happy and stop being scared of new experiences. And I think that one is one of the bigger ones out of all of them to me because as I was going through it, it really made me realize how much I haven't done in my life because there's that voice in the back of your head that goes through all the things that could go wrong. And I understand that it's there for a reason in a way, but... It's really easy for me to listen to that and then just have a go, well, I just won't do it then. So, it'll just, I've just not done things because of it. And I think I didn't do a lot of things in high school because of it. Like, um, I'm like the guy reminiscing on the glory days. Fuck that. Now, every day is my glory day. Oh, that was just the douchiest thing I've ever said in my life. I aim to make, you know, every year, my, like, glory year, every year try to be better and better and better. I don't want to be the guy that looks back on his years and goes, 
man, I was those were good. Now it's shit. That's what I mean more than anything else. Um, I just didn't really do as as I grew up. I just didn't really do too much out of my comfort zone. So that's it more than anything else to try to get out of my comfort zone. And if I do that, if I get out of the comfort zone, I think that's another thing that will help me be a bit better because I know more things. I know what I like more of certain things and I know what I don't like of certain about certain things. So yeah, that'd be pretty cool. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, Jesus Christ, this fucking screen keeps going black on me. I need to fucking set it so it doesn't do that when I'm doing this somehow. But I don't know how because I'm like the least tech-savvy person in the world. I know how to hit record on bloody audacity. And then I know how to sit here and run my mouth for a little bit. Which I've been doing for about 20 minutes. That's pretty cool. So what else did I get up to this week? Uh, Worked this week. Um, I had jiu-jitsu last night, which was really cool. Always love a good jiu-jitsu thing. I learned some new stuff. Like I learned... Um, what's called Serpent Guard. I've never done that before. And that's a tough one to explain. I'm not going to try to explain it over the podcast. And I couldn't explain it to you in person. But if you just Google Serpent Guard, um, and it will show up in the images, and you'll see some cool stuff there. And we did that, and we worked to something called X Guard. And basically, I just learned something pretty new that is quite practical that will help me in a live situation. Which again comes back to the part of me wanting to compete again. And brackets, win. Which, you know, I don't think anyone really goes there going, fuck yeah, I'm here, I'm going to lose real bad. And I go in there psyched for that, but just having it up there is a bit of a reminder that I would like to win, so it makes me want to go that little bit harder, I guess. Um... So yeah, having cool new things to add into your arsenal as you roll is always good, obviously, because if you can become deadly from more angle, deadly, what am I? If you can become, uh, I, I don't, I don't want to use the word deadly, but if you can become more offensive from different angles, your game becomes much harder to defend and you become a much better grappler. Therefore, you win more matches, become better, and just learn, and then you learn the next bit, and you keep going. It's just a continuous cycle, and it's fucking awesome. It's very, like, cognitive with, I've just never done anything like this that's so hand-eye, um, like, dependent in a way, just because you pull someone one way, and as you're doing that, your legs have to go the other way, so you have like, there's a very, there's a flow to it that you have to kind of get used to, and I'm still in a way getting used to that, because I've only been doing it for about a year, so it takes a long time for your body to kind of adjust to something new, in a way. I was actually talking to a friend about this the other day, talking about like, um, I was saying how I think it makes more sense with uh, comparing to how kids can be a lot better at things than adults. And I compared it to an example of if I put a six, seven-year-old kid in a jiu-jitsu class 
and then I put a 30-year-old in a jiu-jitsu class, obviously both with no experience at all, I feel like the kid is going to pick up more because, as, yes, their brain's developing a lot more and they're in that stage where they learn a lot more. But my theory behind that more than anything else was that they w- they don't have any bad muscle memory in that as a 30-year-old, you, you've had... Like you've lived, you've lived thirty years, you know. So there's definitely potential there that you've got bad habits. In that, you might slouch. One of your shoulders might be a bit fucked up. You know, you might have a bad knee. Just anything along those lines that could lead to you might just be a stubborn person. You know, you just you might not like to learn. So, but then you show. So you show the techniques, you show the technique that you want to teach to both the six, seven-year-old and the thirty-year-old, and I feel like the younger child is going to pick up on it a lot quicker because they don't have these bad habits ingrained in them. They and they've not got the factor. I I feel like they don't as much at that age. I feel like be like eight, then beyond, you start to develop it. That's how it felt for me anyway. Um, they have less of a feeling that they less of a fear of being embarrassed I feel and I could be wrong like I'm definitely open to having anyone tell me the age that they think otherwise but just because I've there's no one in my family that's that well there's a baby in my family but you know that that's the first child in the family in about 12 years so I don't have any direct experience in a long time with hanging out with um, a young kid and actually knowing, you know, do you have th- that fear of embarrassment to such a critical level at that age? Genuinely can't remember, but I feel like at that age, I was a bit more carefree and didn't care too much what other people thought, like if I fell over, just, you know, something kind of trivial, but obviously to a kid, is it might not be trivial. Uh, How did I get onto that? Jesus Christ, I go into some tangents. Um, Jesus Christ, I've gone for like 25 minutes. How the fuck? That's the cool thing about this as well, because when you almost have to find a way to fill the time, you kind of find yourself exploring the depths of things that you might not think about in a way. And there's a, like that kid thing. I haven't delved deep into how I think a kid might feel about whether they've developed... They've obviously developed the capacity to feel embarrassed. But, like, I've never delved into, like, when do you, when does society start to bring you down, man? When do you start to get the fear of embarrassing yourself constantly? Like, that's, like, one of those reasons why, you know, a guy might not go talk to a girl at a bar or something because he's embarrassed that she might say no and he might look dumb. But if it... If you put two young kids together in a room, they're just going to fucking probably talk and be friends, you know, within minutes. Just because kids don't... I don't know. I don't know enough about a lot of things to say the things that I say. And that should be the motto of the podcast. And that should play before every single episode ever. And that would be perfect. (laughs) Oh shit, I've never that's probably the most profound thing I've ever said about myself, and that's really saying something. But 
we're on the we're on the upwards trajectory now. Just not feeling it tonight. I had one of those days today, like halfway through the day at work. You just like had one of those days where it's you just kind of start to get inside your own head and you start to break yourself down and you start to feel just really down and stuff, just low energy. And I was like, man, I just feel like a bit of a shit person today. And that I'm usually quite a positive person, but just having a day like that today, like well, having a day like that any day fucking sucks. But the fact that obviously it happened earlier today, so... Having that happen today really fucking sucked, man, just because it's one of those things you kind of go over, like, what's happened in your life that might make you think that, because especially if you have the time to kind of go introspective and, like, I kind of did that earlier today and, like, introspective on significant life events that might have happened to me, like, as a child and things like that. And then you just kind of find yourself getting mad over things that happened 10 years ago in your family. That it's like, man, I part of me still blames myself for that, even though it wasn't my fault. Ugh. Just. I find that I can very easily get into a cir- like a cycle of. Like. Self-deprecation. And. And I almost directly attribute that to the fact that I ate so shit this week. Or it could be the other way around. Like, maybe I was thinking that about myself this whole week. And then that's why I ate like shit. Because party is like, well, if you're going to feel like shit, you might as well eat like shit. I don't know. Not making excuses for it. Just genuinely curious as to the correlation between the two, if there is one. However, I've been feeling pretty, like, felt pretty crappy all day mentally like that and yeah it kind of affected me like physically like I got all sluggish and stuff and I just didn't really do anything active today which is a bummer but I'll make up for it tomorrow um but yeah then I started to do the podcast and it's just one of those things of speaking out loud can just do wonders in a way because there's a sense like there's a difference Obviously, there's a difference between speaking out loud to yourself and thinking to yourself. But I feel like sometimes if you you say something out loud, it's out there. And you can kind of hear yourself say it back to you. So if you say an idea, like a story idea or like something that's been worrying you or whatever, sometimes you hear it and you go, oh, that's actually a really cool idea. Or you can say, that's not that bad at all. That shouldn't worry me so much. And I think the podcast helps with that helps me with that a little bit too just trying to overcome any little bullshit that I might have happening with me and it's literally nothing like there's nothing that I can think of that's set me off it's just one of those things sometimes you're just gonna have shitty days it's a bummer but they exist and that's what makes the good days good look at me with my fucking glass half full approach over here. But, and I've, I don't know if that's a healthy thing that I do there, how I kind of like self-deprecate there, the humor. Is that humor? Probably not, but it's just one of those things I do. It's probably not very healthy, so I'll have to try to catch myself out on that 
the next few times I say it just to see if I'm doing it. Anything that could be unhealthy mentally. I'd g- I'd, I don't know. I don't know, guys. <laughs> I've gone on this topic. I Again, I have too little knowledge on this topic to properly speak about it in an intelligent manner. Okay. So, um, okay, I've done about 30 minutes. I should probably think about wrapping this up soon. I don't want to keep you guys forever. Um, so yeah, to my reading there, um, if anyone has any books or podcasts, movies, TV shows or whatever they'd like to recommend to me, um, just hit me up on like, um, like a direct message on Instagram at Wiggum17, W-I-G-G-U-M-S-1-7. Um, my Snapchat's also the same if you just rather send it through that. Uh, send some dick pics if you want. I don't really care. Just kind of keep get in touch with some people. Just because I'm... Until I read that Jocko Willink book, everything else that I'd read would be non-fiction. So, I, that fantastical part of my brain just didn't really get to wander and roam as much when I'd read. Okay, so, just grabbing my phone quickly because I'm going to give you the details of the album that I'm recommending this week. The album that I recommend you listen to this week is called Balancing Survival and Happiness by a band called Kublai Khan. K-U-B-L-I-A-K-H-A-N. They're an American hardcore band. Very, very good. Um, Very, like aggressive like if you want to get the anger out just listen to them and you just want to break shit make you want to fucking slam dance and everything and make you want to scream just oh man this album is just a fucking basically a perfect hardcore album in a way just because it's got the breakdowns it's got the two steps it's got everything that i'd hope for out of it and it's very short it's 10 songs goes for 23 minutes uh, it came out in 2014 on Artery Recordings. Wow, I haven't heard of Artery for a while, man. I remember they had Chelsea Grin. I can't remember who else they had. I think they had um, For All Those Sleeping as well. Rest in peace, For All Those Sleeping. Rest in peace, fucking Let Live. Rest in peace, Vanna. Why do all the good bands break up? Jesus, that I just saw the sound wave for that. I apologize. A lot of the good brands... A lot of the good brands? A lot of the good bands break up. And they've done it this year, and it's a bummer. Especially when you didn't get the chance to see them. But I got the chance to see Let Live, so I'll take that. Uh, so I'm going to start wrapping it up. What am I up to this weekend? Tomorrow's Friday. When you're listening to this, it'll be Friday. Don't think I'm doing anything. So I'll probably try to find something to do. Maybe see if uh, any friends are doing anything. Might have a beer or two with them. Not sure. On the weekend, um, part of me's thinking of going to the art gallery in Adelaide just because I've never been there before and there's a really cool um, exhibition on at the moment, apparently, that um, I got recommended to check out, so I might go see that, go see a curator tour of that, might see if anyone wants to come with. Um, if not, I'll go on my own, learn some cool shit on my own um, and maybe go get a burrito or something. Try to make a day of it, I should say, more than anything else. I'll try to have... Uh, I'll try to make a cool day of something on Saturday. Just because I feel like it. 
do I need an excuse? <laughs> I'm walking here. Do I need? I don't think I need an excuse to try to have a fun day on the weekend. Uh, might see what I don't know. Might see what Rip's up to. Play some games. Um, and I think that's all I have to say for this week. I still think life is awesome, and even though I've had a pretty sh- like, even though I've had a, a bit of a shitty day, just like bummed out and everything. I don't know. It's one of those things that I always feel like I'm. I simple. I definitely tend to simplify things too much, so I def. I don't mean to do that to anyone that has genuine issues that happen to them, obviously, but I can only speak from my own experience. But I just find that when I have a shitty day, uh, like, when I have a shitty day, it just makes me appreciate the really awesome days that much more. Um, and my day's not shitty anymore, anyway. It was just those few hours earlier today. And I was just at home, hanging out with my dog, just had a relaxed one, just decompressed from just a bit of a long, stressful day. Yeah, okay. So, thank you for listening to this episode of the Mike Grab Weekly Podcast. Uh, as always, please subscribe if you're enjoying it. Also, if you'd like to rate and review it, go ahead and do that. Uh, no pressure. Don't, not that fussed, really. But if, I don't know. Sometimes people leave funny reviews on other podcasts. So I don't know if you want to say it. Major grow angel wings. I don't know. That's not very funny though. Uh, yeah, I said all my social media stuff. So if you want to get into contact with me, hopefully this next week is a bit more exciting. So I'll actually have a bit of a funnier story for you. If it's not funny, hopefully it's a bit more interesting. Okay, have a great week. Let me start that again. The Microb Weekly Podcast, where I both start grappling with the English language and I end grappling with the English language. Have a great week, guys.